Welcome to Godable, a daily reading of holy texts known in the Unificationist community as Hundoke. Today we are reading from the Pyeonghwa Gyeong. Pyeonghwa Gyeong, Book 1 The place where ideal unity is achieved. Just as God exists as the central being of the entire universe because he exists for the sake of others, a person who resembles God by existing for the sake of others will become the central figure in the household. This will be the case even if he or she is the youngest sibling or the smallest child. At the place where we live for the sake of others, we do not decline. Rather, the more we live for the sake of others, the closer we come to the position of the central figure. Since God is like that, he establishes the person who lives in such a way as the central figure. Furthermore, only by living in such a way can ideal and complete unity be accomplished. I know that there are many of us who would rather die than be under another person's dominion. You see this trait more often than not in those renowned people who belong to society's intelligentsia. However, there is one thing you need to know. Not even in your wildest dreams have you conceived of how happy you would be under the dominion of a being who exists for the sake of others. God had to establish the principle of existing for the sake of others, because he knew that by establishing such a position in the realm of ideal unity, we would be grateful to be under the dominion of someone in that position for tens of thousands of years. Another reason why God established this principle is to address the fact that many people today think, love is my love, the ideal is my ideal. Although many think this way, they are mistaken. Love does not begin from oneself, and the ideal does not begin from oneself. Love and the ideal, which are more precious than life, can be found only in one's object partner. They cannot be found elsewhere. The being who can discover and receive sublime love and the ideal is the object partner. This is why in order for us to receive that love and ideal with humility, we need to stand in a position where we live abundantly for the sake of others. Otherwise, we cannot receive love and the ideal. This is another reason that God established the principle of existing for the sake of others. I hope that those of you present here this evening will remember this one fact. Throughout the world, people commonly wonder about the meaning of life. For human beings, the matter of establishing a view of life, a national perspective, a worldview, and even a view of the universe and of God poses a problem. The most serious one of all is how the system of the universe is ordered and how that multidimensional system connects together. A new perspective on values based on existing for the sake of others. When we consider our lives based on this principle of existing for the sake of others, the most positive view of life would be one that says we exist for all humanity, for the entire world, for the nation, for the society, for the family, for the husband, for the wife, and for the children. You can discover happiness within yourself by living in such a way, and so I would say there could not be a better view of life. The same is true even if you were to consider what an ideal nation would be like. We know all too well that the nations that made others serve them throughout history are reproached as bad nations. Yet among the nations in the present world, there is not one that is carrying out unselfish policies for the sake of the world. As you may well know, the communist world is on the verge of collapse. The year 1957 was when it reached its maximum global expansion. Why did the communist world start its decline from that point? It was because communism prioritized the Soviet Union's self-interest and dreamed of taking over the world centered solely on the Slavic people. 
Communism will break down in the end because it is an ideology that serves only the interests of its own people. We also are facing the reality of America's decline from its position as the leading nation of democracy. Why is this so? It is because, while America could have become a democratic nation existing for the sake of the world, it unfortunately has abandoned the world and decided to pursue its own interest. Now, America is on the road of retreat, and it looks as if there is no way for it to correct its course. In light of this issue, we see that Korea, too, is advocating its own national interest. If our nation embraces a worldview that focuses only on this Asian nation of Korea, it will fade away with the passing of history. Look at what is happening with the communists of the Soviet Union and with America. However, if Korea embraces the worldview of existing for the sake of the world as a national belief system, even though today it is a small nation with a small population, Korea will lead the world. Even if the nation is no longer here, such a people will lead without fail in the 21st century, the 25th century, and the 30th century. We can come to this conclusion based on this principle. A true nation is one that exists for the world. Furthermore, extending from that, a true world is not one that exists only for itself. Since the world stands in the resultant position, if there is an absolute God who is its origin and motivating force, that world needs to have a belief system that is in accord with God's view. If you follow a worldview that supports only your own interest, you cannot lead the world or solve its problems. What kind of place is our heavenly home? It has to be a home in which the wife exists 100% for her husband, and the husband lives 100% for his wife and is willing to die for her. This is the home that can be called heaven. There is a Korean saying to the effect that, when one's home is harmonious, all goes well. The same is true for a nation to flourish. The sovereign who rules over a nation draws his or her value not from the exercise of sovereignty, but rather from acting on behalf of the people. Likewise, the people find value not by living only for themselves, but for the sake of the nation. The day this becomes a reality, that nation will become heaven. If we were to expand this formula and realize a world where people live for the sake of others, transcending nations and peoples, without a doubt we would have the world of love, the ideal, peace and happiness for which all people yearn. If you go out into the world upholding this principle of existing for the sake of others, you will find that there is not one place where that principle will not bring success. What do you think was the motive that drove me to go to America and cause so much controversy in such a short period of time? It is the fact that though I am Korean, I love America more than the Americans do. All my efforts were for America, shedding my own sweat and blood day and night to find a way to inspire the American people to embrace a noble worldview. I have eaten for the sake of others, worked for the sake of others, and lived for the sake of others. While doing this, I came to experience that if I contended with an individual, afterward I became one with that individual, and if I contended with an organization, afterward I harmonized with that organization. Tune in tomorrow for the continuation of the speech on a world of living for the sake of others. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Godable. Godable is brought to you by the National Victory Fund and support from listeners like you. To donate, visit godable.org. Thank you.